Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 340 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Revelation 6 today, and our focus is on who are the four horsemen in Revelation? How did the end times begin? What does the scroll in Revelation 6 represent, and what are the seals on the scroll? Well, every day we get into God's Word, reading a chapter and discussing it. Welcome to new listeners in Victoria, Australia, Tamil Nadu, India, Macaw, Saudi Arabia, Saskatchewan, Canada, Monterey, California, Omaha, Nebraska, Hartford, Connecticut, Kansas City, Missouri, Battle Creek, Michigan, Portland, Oregon, Wilmington, Delaware, Dayton, Ohio, and Tyler, Texas. We do have a website. It is Bible2021.com, Bible2021.com. So the book of Revelation is laden with symbolic language that's just not always easy to understand. In our last chapter, Revelation 5, John was weeping because there was in heaven a scroll sealed with seven seals that nobody on earth or heaven could open. Wonderfully, a lamb who looked like it had been killed but was still alive, this is Jesus, stepped forward and was found to be able to open the scroll, and this led to the bursting forth of praise from all corners of creation. Praise for the lamb who was found worthy to open this mysterious scroll, because this lamb had been killed to purchase a people for God, and because of his death and resurrection, he alone could open that scroll. And in our chapter today, the lamb does indeed open that scroll, which doesn't immediately bring joy, but rather some form of judgment. Actually, several forms of judgment. The first four seals release the so-called four horsemen of the apocalypse. And no, this is not a reference to Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and Ole Anderson, the wrestling four horsemen who derived their name from this passage. So who or what are the four horsemen of the apocalypse? And Let's start with the easy part. They are horsemen of the apocalypse, which probably doesn't mean what you think it means. It sounds like a tough and scary and intimidating word. One thinks of the evil mutant apocalypse in Marvel comics, or maybe the scary planet apocalypse in DC comics, home of the villainous dark side, but the word has a much less sinister meaning. It means revelation or revealing, unveiling or disclosure or laying bare. The word apocalypse or apocalypsis in the Greek is actually the first word of the book of Revelation, and it's the same word that's used in Luke 2.32 to describe Jesus. He is a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel. So these are apocalypse horsemen because they appear in John's apocalypse, otherwise known as the book of Revelation. The first is a rider on a white horse, wearing a crown and having a bow. He is sent out to conquer. The second horseman rides a fiery red horse. He wields a large sword and he takes away peace from the earth, causing war and murder. The third rider is on a black horse. He carries a set of scales, which probably has an economic connotation rather than justice, and it appears that he is bringing some form of inflation to the world. Exorbitant prices for staple foods like flour and barley, but apparently wealthier fare like oil and wine will not be inflated, and perhaps this means that the poor will be hit harder than the rich by the actions of this rider. We don't really know for sure, but that is a 
pretty good guess, I would say. The final rider is on a pale horse. He's a pale horse rider. A pale green horse, actually, which is a sickly color for a horse. This rider is death, and Hades follows behind him, and apparently they bring about the deaths of one quarter of the population of the world up to this time by plagues, famine, murder, war, and wild animals. In other words, these four horsemen of Revelation, or four horsemen of the apocalypse, are fearsome figures who bring the judgment of God with them onto the earth. Each one is released when one of the seals of the scroll are loosed by the Lamb, which brings us to an important set of questions. What is the scroll and what are the seals? Well, I believe in time scholar Dr. George Eldon Ladd gives us a solid answer to both of those questions. He says, The easiest identification of John's scroll is that it contains the prophecy of the end events, including both the salvation of God's people and the judgment of the wicked. It is God's redemptive plan for the denouement of human history, the overthrow of evil, and the gathering of a redeemed people to enjoy the blessings of God's rule. Although John, surprisingly, does not describe the actual opening of the scroll, the breaking of the sixth seal brings us to the end of the world, the last day, and in view of the fact that the opening of the seventh seal is accompanied by no specific event like the first six, we may conclude that the contents of the scroll consist of the material in Revelation 7-1 through Revelation 22-21. The events accompanying the breaking of the seals are not the end itself, but the beginning of the end, the events leading up to the end, while the context of the scroll, the contents of the scroll, are that complex of events, both redemptive and judicial, which will accompany the end of this world and the introduction of the world to come. The details mentioned in connection with the scroll are all quite important. This scroll, like Ezekiel's scroll, was written within and on the back. And that wasn't a common practice in the ancient world, but it was sometimes done. Such a book or a scroll was called an apostograph. This represents the fullness of the divine foreknowledge and counsels of God. History will not end until the purposes of God have come to their full consummation. When God's purposes are complete, the end will come. Verses 2 and 3 of chapter 6 indicate that the fact that this scroll was sealed with seven seals is not insignificant. Seven in Revelation and other writings of John is the number of completeness. The scroll is completely sealed and its contents hidden from every human eye. No one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to even look into it. Here is a simple but profound biblical truth which cannot be overemphasized. Apart from the person and the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, history is an enigma, a mystery. For centuries since Augustine and his City of God, a Christian view of history as having a divinely ordained goal which was inseparable from the redemptive word of Christ has colored Western thought. Since the Enlightenment, however, many philosophers have rejected the Christian view of life and for them history has become a problem. The evolutionary view of inevitable progress is hardly popular today. Some of our greatest minds have been prophets of doom who see nothing but darkness ahead. The problem of the meaning, purpose, and goal of history has become one of the most disturbing and difficult questions of our time. The secularistic, pessimistic attitude even penetrates the thinking of Christian theologians, and one of them has written, 
We cannot claim to know the end and goal of history. Therefore, the question of meaning in history has become meaningless. In the face of this modern dilemma, the fact that the scroll is so tightly sealed that no human eye can read its content is highly significant. Christ and Christ alone has the key to the meaning of all of human history. It is therefore not surprising that modern thinkers are pessimistic. Apart from the victorious return of Jesus, history is going nowhere. A most sobering thought for a most sobering chapter in a most sobering book of the Bible. Well, let's go ahead and read it. Revelation chapter 6, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Then I saw the Lamb open one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say with a voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there was a white horse. Its rider held a bow. A crown was given to him, and he went out as a conqueror in order to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse went out, a fiery red one, and its rider was allowed to take peace from the earth so that people would slaughter one another, and a large sword was given to him. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come, and I looked, and there was a black horse. Its rider held a set of scales in his hand. Then I heard something like a voice among the four living creatures say, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, but do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come, and I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following after him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, famine, by plague, and by the wild animals of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slaughtered because of the word of God and the testimony they had given. They cried out with a loud voice, Lord, the one who is holy and true, how long until you judge those who live on the earth and avenge our blood? So they were each given a white robe, and they were told to rest a little while longer until the number would be completed of their fellow servants and their brothers and sisters who were going to be killed just as they had been. Then I saw him open the sixth seal. A violent earthquake occurred. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of hair. The entire moon became like blood. The stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its unripe figs when shaken by a high wind. The sky was split apart like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved from its place. Then the kings of the earth, the nobles, the generals, the rich, the powerful, and every slave and free person hid in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, because the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to stand? Amen. A most terrifying passage, dear friends. Let's close with our Bible memory verse for the month of December, and let's say it together. It's Revelation 5.12. They said with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who is slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.